Um, so yeah, John, you might notice I'm in a different location. I'm not in my closet. Your closet has expanded rapidly. I'm glad you it said has. that. I was very impressed. <laughs> a little bit no, jealous. I, uh, this is my, uh, therapy office. Um, so this is where I do counseling every day. Um, and, uh, it just so happened that John and I were going to be recording tonight. And this is my late night where I'm here till almost six o'clock anyway. And so I was like, Hey, can we record right at six? And then I can just record here. We don't have to hear the baby. We don't have to hear my wife or who, who we love who we love but we makes love noise too, so. so yeah and uh and the 12 year old is usually just in his room sulking about how horrible life is so he doesn't make much noise anyway <laughs> we've all been there yeah <laughs> but uh we are back i have to say every time someone says that do you remember that old snl sketch with ben affleck and jimmy fallon when they're the radio hosts yes and we're black like that every time every time someone ever says that that plays in my head so i am super excited to be back i i don't know it's funny i i've had a lot of stressful stuff going on here recently Mm -hmm. and but today for i guess i i think it honestly was knowing that we were going to be recording today it like dawned on me oh yeah we're doing that today and i just my whole day got so much better yeah. Because we have a lot to talk about. That's, that's, yeah, we were talking a little bit before we started recording and we had made a little guide um, that both of us were looking at. And I was like, yeah, we, we only have a lot to talk about today. So yeah, just, just a lot, but I, I'm excited to, to be back. Me too, so, man. I, I've missed you. It's good to see your face. I, you know, it's been a, it's been an eventful couple of months for me. Um, I started a new job at the beginning of August. Really? So it's, so you're no as, longer at the bank. I, so I'm at <laughs> I'm at the bank that I, so I was at a mortgage company and when I, to, to get to the mortgage company, I left working at a bank and I'm now actually back at the bank that I left. Oh, okay. All so right. yeah, I'm, huh. I'm doing the job that I used to do, but like way more responsibility. So I'm, I'm excited. Both it's a, a good thing and a bad thing. Mostly good. It's just time management, learning to deal with prioritization. I mean, things that, you know, I'm, I'm 30 now, so I should be good at anyway. <laughs> it's just right. So right yeah i gotcha yeah so well good well good for you so you're, you're enjoying it though so far i am it's it's a lot it's i mean it's learning anything right so it's i don't know it's weird to talk about because there are so many things that i like like working at a bank there are a lot of things you just can't talk about and i mean you you know oh yeah so oh yeah i know all about that uh the privacy confidentiality privacy, yeah. hipaa all that good stuff so i mean hipaa doesn't really apply to banks not really no you don't you don't I run mean, into it kind of at the same time though like you could very easily go into somebody's account and be like oh they're going to the doctor a lot you know and so i mean kind of yeah it's not i i'll rephrase it's not quite the direct application of someone who works at like a doctor's office so it'd be more like an indirect like you said you gotta dig to get there well this conversation is riveting (laughs) (laughs) it definitely took a turn i think uh, i think that's fair So welcome back to another season, episode one of season four mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of They Didn't Ask Us. I am Jay, this is my co-host John, and we are here to tell you our opinions that you didn't ask for. Um, so the topic today is going to be about San Diego Comic-Con. 
it's, it's a big one. It's a bit, a lot, a lot of stuff. And John, if you don't mind real quick for those listeners who may not be so deep into the nerd culture as we are, could you, could you maybe explain what San Diego Comic-Con is? Um, I will explain it as I understand it. Um, so Comic-Con is thrown around a lot, the phrase. Um, it does commonly refer to San Diego. There is uh, a, size, a sizable one in New York City, um, usually later in the fall. Uh, but San Diego Comic-Con takes place usually around the peak of the summer. Um, it's where you see a lot of trailers get released or castings get announced. Um, and things like Marvel, Star Wars, um, video games, TV shows, like it's kind of a, a nerd culture mecca, if you will. Um, so it's a big deal for like cosplayers who dress up and, you know, they want to be the best cosplayer they can. Um, who is it? One of the one of the Mythbusters always dresses like he always cosplays at Comic-Con to see who can find him. Yes, I, I can't. Um... I can't remember who it is exactly, but yes. So, and there's been several times that like, actually, you know, celebrities from movies will actually dress up as well. Mm-hmm. Like Mark Hamill, one year he went and dressed up as a stormtrooper and walked around Comic Con and was all over the place. And you know, so people were standing right next to him and didn't realize that they were standing right next to Mark Hamill. So it's 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 a really cool experience if you're able to go. Yeah, and absolutely. I believe this was the first year that they've had it back in person. Isn't that right? That would make sense. Um, I'll be honest. It's not, it's that aspect of it is never really on my radar because attending it at all feels so unachievable. So every Comic-Con since I've become aware of it has been like a, how can I watch this from where I already am? Um, but I always watch it. Like I, I'm very present on social media. I looked at my phone to, to accentuate that, um, very present on social media during Comic-Con because I mean, it's it's like, it's a full 24 hours of being, or really, I guess like it's like a couple of days, two hours of being on Twitter Mm -hmm. constantly refreshing, just finding trailers as they release. Cause I mean, the whole, the whole appeal of Comic-Con is, you know, things first, right? So following Comic-Con, you know, things second, I guess. And I just want to know them as second as possible. (laughs) That's right. Yes. You want to be the first to, to like it and retweet it and make mm-hmm. the, the punny comments. Oh, yeah, that, absolutely. That's, that's what I do anyway. Yeah. So um, first up, we are going to go over a little, even though majority of the episode is news, there is some news that has come up recently that we feel like needs to be said. Um, in relation to Comic-Con, one of the things that kind of came out of uh, San Diego Comic-Con being canceled a few years in a row because of COVID, uh, DC started doing their own thing called DC Fandome. We actually have a few episodes, two episodes, I believe, where we covered everything that was released at uh, DC Fandome. It has been canceled for this year and will no longer be done, which if you are in the news and you realize there's been some major stuff that has been canceled here recently by DC, uh, probably going to be some more stuff along the way, I would assume. Uh, So DC has recently been bought out by uh, Discovery. I think so. I believe. And so they have kind of gone through the slate of movies that they were going to be releasing. One movie, which was pretty much done, was Batgirl, and it has been completely scrapped. It's not going to be released at all. Um, In fact, just to harm them more, to kind of like, in my opinion, almost like punch them in the wound already, is uh, they the, the cast and crew, they gave them a private screening of the movie, which to me just seems like... It's um, it's worse. Hey, this is what could have happened, yeah, but it like, didn't. This is, this is done. Look how done this is. Uh, it's the only time you're ever going to see it. Goodbye. Yeah. So um, along uh, with that, I know they've made 
a few changes to the Flash. Um, they've made a few changes to Aquaman. So there's going to be quite a bit, I believe, that's going to be changed here soon. Um, just Discovery being like, hey, DC, you've been struggling here for a while. So we're going to make it worse. Maybe. I don't <laughs> know. Um, in, in relation to that, uh, WB has been reported as saying that the Snyder Cut was a big mistake that they never should have done it because they think it divided the fans even more, which you can't control that. I mean, you could, you you do anything and it's going to divide fans. I mean, you know, it, 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 that, that was, that was dumb. Yeah. No, I, I have to feel like they had, they need to have seen that coming. Like, Hey, we're going to make this movie. People might like it. We're going to (laughs) make the, a new version of this movie. People might like it, but I don't think they were expecting people might like it more and then, so, I mean, since, since Snyder Cut came out, we were sitting here like, you know, what about, a, what about, you know, bringing the Snyder verse back and what's the future plan for here? How does it tie into the movies that have happened since that exist in the same universe? And I imagine all of that is just fraying every like DC cinema, resp- like responsible person of just saying like, we've made a terrible mistake. You know, we had all this fan pressure and we let fans make this potentially like, mul- like multi-million dollar decision. And I mean, I personally think the Snyder Cut's really good but yeah I, I agree we reviewed it yeah i just i think it should have always existed in a vacuum it should have been released with the caveat of this is it you wanted yeah, this, this here this it is. is all you're getting yeah but they didn't do that no they they, they didn't say that until after yeah so that's a mis- that's a mistake that they made um and i feel like everybody really should have seen that coming i um i will go on record to say i tweet at dc fairly often and will say that john and i are open to write for them mm-hmm. but i still have not heard anything back so the nerve I can't we'll, believe the uh, ego was like that. We'll we'll update you as we find out more. But uh, switching gears to video game news, Assassin's Creed has a pretty big announcement coming up, uh, I think in the next 15 days, I think is what they said. Um, But they did release that they are releasing an Assassin's Creed game um, next year, and this Assassin's Creed game is going to go back to the basics, so it's not Mm going to be as detailed as the games have been as of late uh and it's going to be assassin's creed mirage and it's going to take place in baghdad yeah so return to basics no leveling set in baghdad it's set between 870 and 860 ad uh it's going to be starring basim from um valhalla the rpg elements are going to be scaled back no dialogue options no multi-protagonist visions of loki uh eagle vision is back and drone bird is back Oh, Drone Bird is so good. I use it in oh, Origins all fantastic. the time. Oh, it's great. All the time. So it's going to be more of the assassin-focused uh, game instead of the warrior. I'm just going to rush in and kill everybody. So I'm thinking more like Origins style. I would think it, it sounds a lot like, I mean, honestly, it reads like the original Assassin's Creed with aspects of Origins sprinkled in because I'm currently playing through Origins for the first time and I'm max level doing level like 32 story, story missions. So I'm level 40 doing l- missions that I'm way over leveled for. And when I tell you I, it's a hot knife through butter, like it is. So the fact that they say, you know, we're going to have some aspects, but we're going to like take, these to take away leveling. I think that's such a, I think that's such a net gain. So you get your skill points and you have to apply them in these precise ways to build your character the way you need to be so would you say it's more of a lightsaber through luke's hand i give that i give that one thumb up and one thumb uh drastically missing (laughs) 
And then uh, last, I just uh, it, one of the thing one of the last things we talked about um, in the last episode was about how the uh, algorithm has been taken away uh, or has taken away the thumbs down option, so you can't see the thumbs down option from YouTube. And uh, I bring this up because we are recording on September first, which is the Rings of Power has been released, and John and I had talked about really. <laughs> I completely missed that it was released. <laughs> That's probably it's not, not like great. There was advertisements everywhere, but nothing was ever like super forward about like, or at least that I was paying attention to was like the Rings of Power this day. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But yeah, it was released today, and so um, the I went ahead and looked at the YouTube video to see how many more thumbs down it has gotten, and in eight days. So this this is the this was the second trailer that was released. It was released eight days ago, and the second trailer eight days ago it has received. 453,000 dislikes and 40,000 likes. So I don't know what's going to happen with this series. I am going to check it out because I'm curious and I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But I will admit I have pretty low expectations. I feel like that's a much better baseline to start with. Like, I feel like I've always been the type of person with limited exceptions. I'm not going to say I'm always this way because I'm not. But big picture, I would rather have low expectations and be impressed versus have very high expectations and then always be disappointed. I agree. That's kind of how I felt about uh, Solo. Mm-hmm. I did not have very high expectations at all. In fact, I was like, this is going to be terrible. And yeah. I went in and was like, you know, that was actually kind of enjoyable. Yeah. It, Solo is not bad. And I feel like that's kind of the expectation that, I mean, I had, that you had, and that that's where it is. I mean, I don't know. We might talk about that in more depth another time. Let's leave that indefinite teaser out there. But meanwhile, <laughs> what have you been up to over the break, John? Over the break. Um, well, if we end up leaving the early conversation in, I started a new job. Uh, and if we leave that conversation in, you've heard all about it. Um, Gaming-wise, I have been playing Assassin's Creed Origins, um, getting really into some stuff on Game Pass on PC, uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So Origins is on there. Back for Blood is on there. The It's not Left for Dead, but it's Left for Dead game. Um... I tell you what, I haven't been playing. I haven't been playing Call of Duty at all, which hurts me inside because I love Call of Duty, but it's just bad right now. So uh, I did just right before we started recording, I did pre-order the new one, and in my in my head, I played that Michael Scott GIF of uh, "I'm ready to get hurt again." I was like, yeah, that's that's how I feel pre-ordering Call of Duty right now because I didn't even play last year's at all. But I'm like, no, this this one's gonna be good for uh for you sports people out there and for Jay uh, in particular. Uh, this is our year. <laughs> yes this is our year that's right so what about you what have you been up to um not a whole lot um i started a new series on hbo max called barry i've heard exceptional things i have too so we just started it so i'm not too far into it but so far it's pretty good it's just silly it's a it's a a hitman who decides that he wants to become an actor yeah. So it's just it's just silly, and uh, it's Bill Hader. So I mean, of course it's going to be silly. I would say we, we love Bill Hader. Yes, and um, besides that, I've been playing uh, Far Cry Five. Uh, I got into that. Which one is that? That's the one with the uh, cult it's in, out like, in like Montana. Montana. Yeah. Okay, I got you. And uh, I really like it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's different. You know, it's something different. So I've really enjoyed that. Um, I've also been looking at doing a lot of re- I, I like to research so I re if I get interested into something I will research it so much 
Uh, and so I've been researching what I want to do as far as a new gaming system. Okay. Because, you know, a lot of the newer games are going to be released on the next gen. And so I'm still on the uh, Xbox One. So I'm trying to figure out what to do and where to go. And just recently, just because Xbox and PlayStation both have said that they're going to start releasing their exclusives on PC like a few years later, mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I need to look at the PC route. So I've been looking at the Steam Deck actually and i really think that might be what i've settled on i've heard a lot of good things but the the key thing among that is kind of similar to the ps5 the new xbox it's it's very hard to get but i think i want to say the steam deck has like an actual queue to where it does and yeah like you can go online and reserve it and usually i mean on there like i i got as far as like submitting my you know payment to see how long it would take and they said i would have it by late october i think is what they said and i was like that's not bad at all yeah no that that's perfect you know considering that you can't even order a playstation right now yeah you know they won't even let you or if you can it's one of those like it's not from it's not near retail price it's like if you want this bad enough you're gonna pay for it and it's like that's yeah, not a, a good way to be three thousand dollars it's like yeah. no thank you yeah i polite politely decline so so yeah that's that's kind of what i've been up to not a whole lot uh my youngest had a birthday uh-huh. so we did that and uh, that was fun that is fun yeah and so, now here we are and now here we are Whew. well do we Life. Want, do we want to take a, a big breath and then get into this <gasps> Okay, I'm about to cough. Um, Let's go. <laughs> so do you want to do Marvel first or Marvel last? I think I have more to say about Marvel than I do anything else. So Same. let's do that last. Okay, I'm in. So um, skipping the Marvel part of our little schedule for now, I'm going to kick off with DC. I have four bullet points here. One is Gotham Knights in all caps. Jay, I'm so excited for this game. Me dose. I am trying very hard, um, as we discussed earlier, to lower the bar of this might not suck, but we have gameplay, we have costume reveals, like, I, I need this game in my life now. I will say, as far as this game goes, everything that I've seen, I've liked. The costumes, the gameplay, the the fighting, the, uh, the characters that are going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Everything about it I've liked so far. The one complaint is I don't like how everybody gets around the city. Yeah, I that does kind of worry me a little bit um, because I feel like open world superhero games are at this point. The the comparison, both in terms of quality and recency bias, is going to be Spider-Man. And every game has to find their gimmick of how do we mimic the web swinging. And they're like, so I'm a big I'm a big Red Hood fan. Uh, It's probably who I'm going to spend the most time playing in this game. And his little like you've been brought back to life trend like teleportation thing looks really dumb yeah i'm not i'm not a huge fan of that so maybe there'll be some type of cosmetic that can make it look better but i imagine the functionality will always stay the same um the one thing that i did read um i don't know if this was announced at comic-con or if it's been announced in the weeks since uh it's apparently been confirmed there's no joker in this game that's interesting to me yeah because on the one hand it makes sense because the big bad is the court of owls and then i imagine there will be many bosses throughout the game um but no joker and no batman is a very bold uh concept for a batman game i agree that is very odd yeah, I, I think they can pull it off, um, but I worry about children on Twitter who are like, no, no Batman, no Joker, no playing. And I'm like, give it give it some time. Um, I have full faith that this game can and will be good, especially I don't have they announced that you can co-op. You've got to be able to co-op in this game, right? 
I would think so. I would think that's probably the main attraction to this game is you can probably co-op with people. Yeah. So, so like you and I, you could play as Red Hood and I'll play as Nightwing mm-hmm. and we'll just dominate the city. Yeah. I mean, that works. I, I'm fine with that. So Gotham Knights is the first uh, DC notable for me. Um, second is <laughs> I actually put a remember DC movies, Pepperidge Farm remembers uh, <laughs> because The Rock was in San Diego to promote Black Adam, which um, comes out sometime this fall, but I don't care. So, uh, I'm sure it'll be a movie. That's really my bar with DC right now. It will be a movie. Um, And in the wake of Batgirl, as Jay talked about earlier, even that is a high bar to cross for DC, apparently. Um, The Shazam sequel debuted its first trailer, uh, which I want to be excited about, but I never saw the first one. So I felt weird watching a trailer for a movie that I hadn't seen the prequel to. Uh, Did you ever see Shazam, Jay? Was it good? No. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. No, it was, um, it was fun. Uh, it was a a definitely, it was a more lighthearted, uh, well, if you can say that, I mean, it was compared to the other DC stuff that had come out at that time. It was definitely a lot more fun, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, it, it was not, no, it was not something that needed a sequel. Definitely not. I absolutely believe that. Um, and then the last DC note is the official RIP the Snyderverse straight from Jim Lee, which we did kind of dance around earlier with the conversation of DC has announced or has reportedly said the Snyder Cut was a mistake. I Obviously, feel like I need to play closing time. I I can't go home, Jay. I already am home. <laughs> So uh, moving out of DC into uh, more the realm of, of television, um, The Walking Dead. Jay, uh, I have here uh, Pepperidge Farm. You remember The Walking Dead? Uh, Pepperidge Farm forgot this one. Pepperidge Farm does not remember. I remember Walking Dead like first five seasons. Yes. That's about it. Same. Uh, but apparently, you know, it's still going. This I, is like their last, I their know. third and last season. It shocks season. me whenever I see that. It, yeah. They've had more last seasons than what's another like they've had more last seasons than Brett Favre. There it is. I got there eventually. <laughs> so uh, apparently it's so the character. The Rick character was written off the show uh, with the promise of he's going to be back for movies. It'll be fine. You know, these movies will be great. Uh, those movies are becoming a miniseries. So whatever. At this a lot point. of confidence there. Yeah. Um, and then I said, speaking of beloved nerd IP with forgotten TV shows, uh, the Wheel of Time is getting a third season, even though season two hasn't released yet. So season one is out. Old strategy. And yes, let's see how it plays out for him. Um, but again, I mean, that's like we talked about with, with Lord of the Rings. That's Amazon as well. Big swing and potential for a big miss. That's just kind of. You know, you know what my thoughts are about the Wheel of Time? I feel like there's a dad joke coming and I'm absolutely here for it. I, not at all. I don't know what the Wheel of Time is. <laughs> really? No, what is that? It's one I don't of even the know. it's one of the most iconic fantasy novel series. It was started by Robert Jordan, I want to say like potentially decades ago. And this series is so long and it has such a committed fan base. He died and there's a new author writing the books. So they didn't just like stop it. There's a new person writing the books. I think the series has finished. Like it did come to an actual conclusion. Um, but it's massive, dude. Like the, the books are incredibly long and I have to imagine they're incredibly detailed. They're very dense. And I'm not saying that because I've been hit with one one time. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess this is one I missed. I, oh, wow. I don't know. So um, the last in kind of in a vacuum show to talk about, um, we got a teaser for the Disney Plus National Treasure show. And that's about as much as we know. Yeah, that's genuinely the entirety of my note is 
I guess we'll find out more on Disney Plus Day, which for us is next week. Um, it is September 8th, so if you are listening to our episode on release week, um, something to pay attention to. Uh, and if you are listening to us after release week, uh, listen to our next episode, because I imagine we'll talk about it. Probably. <laughs> um, there is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and a Power Rangers crossover coming later this year, or maybe early uh, 2023. I'm on board with this. Which is they look the optics of them look really good so like they've been releasing um funko pops which if you could tell i might have been paying attention to um of some of the the character mashups and just the optics of them are so cool so i don't know that that's so is, something so like, is this power rangers like mighty morphin power rangers it is oh sweet so okay. i don't know that this is something that i'm gonna like put on my calendar of like i need to make sure i watch this um but it's something that i'm gonna keep on my radar you know it's not something that i'm just gonna write off like probably half the things we've already talked about um jay have you played multiverses yet i have yes really i haven't played it actually <laughs> Okay, it, uh, it's um, it, it's uh, it's a, it's a game. It's a fighting game in the style of Super Smash Brothers. Very much so. Which, yes, I mean one of the iconic games of all time, much less in its genre. Um, but it has the most random assortment of characters. Uh, by that I mean you could be in this fighting game playing as LeBron James from Space Jam, uh, or Velma from Scooby Doo, known for her uh, martial ability. So yeah. If, if you have an itch that needs scratched, uh, one, go to a doctor. You might need an ointment or something. Um, two, if that is for a game akin to Smash Brothers, uh, give it a, a look, I guess. I don't know. It, they it, just, it they just did it for the meme. What? No. They rushed it for the meme. No, surely not. The, uh, the uh, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. I, I have no response to that. I need Shaggy to be the best character in that game. Like, I need him to be busted to the point that if this ever became competitive, he was, like, there was just an agreement among all the players. No one could play a Shaggy. I need him to be the best character in the game for the memes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whew. Um, did we, we've briefly talked about the Keanu Reeves comic book, right? Berserker? Very brief. Just kind of brief in the sense of it is a thing. It exists. Okay. Um, so also brief, it's becoming an anime for Netflix. Oh, fun. Okay. Okay. I have issue one downstairs somewhere because they have a variant cover that looked really, really cool. Um, and I might look to grab maybe a, a trade paperback of it if it's somewhere around like 15 or 20 bucks, but it looks really cool. I'm content to let it look really cool. So in the event it's bad, I'm not disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Which Netflix has the tendency to just release things just because they can. And then, and then uh, you know, if it's good, great. And if it's bad, they don't care. Or if it's good, if it's good and people love it, they'll just cancel it. They don't, they don't care. Yeah. 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 Or they'll just, they'll write it so poorly that people oh. want it to be canceled. RIP all of our favorite Netflix shows. <laughs> so we made it through the others, if you will. Um, are you ready to dive into all of this Marvel stuff? Oh, it's so much Marvel stuff. It's so much. So um, it was announced. That... It was nice, though, that they actually released Marvel stuff. Yeah, that that's true. Because not... usually we have to wait for the D23 or whatever. I've just been calling it Disney Plus Day because I feel like that gets the message across. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not what it actually is, but it is what it actually is, you know? That is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so the, the big... Like, I guess the big picture announcement for Marvel, um, phases four through six are going to be known as the multiverse saga. Oh, whoa. I don't know Didn't why I was like, it was haunted. It's not haunted. It's just like, ooh, like mildly impressive. 
Yeah, we didn't see that one coming. No, not at all. It's definitely not the only thing that's happened since Infinity, which the Infinity Saga. Ooh. <laughs> um, they announced the two New Avengers movies names, which I forgot to add to our rundown here. Um, but it was kind of a buzzkill because, like I said, during Comic-Con, I'm very present on Twitter. And the titles of the Avengers movies got copyrighted in Europe like two days before Comic-Con. So everyone was like, hey, these are the new Avengers movies. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, it was kind of this, like, it's probably not a misdirect. It's, you know, Monday and Comic-Con's on Thursday. We can put yeah, two and two together civil, here. Let's see, it was Secret Wars and uh, Age. No. no it's probably Kang or something. He's the big bad Kang, now. Conquer, conquered. Kang has conquered all. King, Kang Dynasty. Is, is that really? what it was? It, that sounds right, but also wrong. I have, to, I have to look it up now. This is killing me. The Dynasty of Kang. Kang has conquered. They've got to be Phase 6, right? They're the end of Phase 6? I would think so. Uh, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars are both scheduled for 2025. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So they're both scheduled for 2025. We'll get there when we get there. So Secret Wars, that, that could be really cool. I need it to be really cool. I need it to be not bad, I guess. Let's, again, walk it back. Walk it back. I need it to not suck. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's that's where we're at. Um, speaking of I need it to not suck. The Wakanda Forever trailer came out during Comic-Con. Ah, uh, yes. And talk about emotional. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard, man. Like I've talked before. It took me over a calendar year to finish What If? And this is going to be that, but so much more. So I'm absolutely terrified for this movie. Like In one part, because it's a sequel to one of the best Marvel movies. I think we both had it top five. Yeah. Um, but also, like with the, with the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman, not only are you a sequel to an incredible movie, you are a sequel to an incredible movie without your main character. So there's so much that could go wrong um yeah i'm i'm absolutely terrified i'm excited for namor but also namor is a jerk so i'm very prepared to hate namor if he's done well yeah and i think that uh it's pretty i don't know about you but just in watching the trailer it was pretty obvious to me what's probably going to happen what's most likely going to happen so i guess that was one mild complaint i had was just it it, the trailer almost like if if you i guess which i mean i guess that's the case for most things if you know the comics you kind of know what could potentially happen yeah and uh but i i I don't know i uh i i kind of like you i'm excited for this but i'm also very nervous because it could be really good but it could also not not yeah (laughs) so um i just i had a really funny thought in the while you were talking about like you know i feel like i know what's gonna happen jay do you remember those gi joe movies from like the late 2000s early 2010s oh yeah you know (laughs) do you know how the second movie starts no actually so the the first movie was pretty bad but it was kind of supposed to be campy and silly but also a gi joe movie and the second movie they were like no this one's gonna be serious this one has the rock it has bruce willis it's gonna be great um so the second movie starts and in the first 10 minutes they literally kill off every returning character And when you said, we all know what's going to happen, I was like, it's not going to happen like that, but that's essentially what has to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I did, I did find that a little bit funny. Um, Jay, do you know that, you know that Oprah meme of like, you get a thing, you get a thing, everybody gets a thing. Um, so imagine that, but with Daredevil. (laughs) So Daredevil, in, in, in Comic-Con, Daredevil was confirmed to be in She-Hulk confirmed to be in the upcoming spider-man freshman year series uh and he's getting his own disney plus show daredevil born again 
Like a little devil's going to be he's everywhere. Gonna, he's going to be everywhere, which I am excited because Charlie Cox as Daredevil is incredible. He's so good. Um, but there is that phrase: "Too much of a good thing is a bad thing," and mm-hmm. I do worry about that. And my worry is too much of a thing that may not be the thing that we think it might be. And what I mean by that is, yes, I love Charlie Cox's Daredevil, but I love the Netflix Daredevil. And so I'm scared to death that what they're going to do is, is they're going to dull it down and it's just not going to be as good. Um, and that's actually kind of what I'm kind of worried about with the She-Hulk, him being in She-Hulk, because he's got a, a new costume that's yellow. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like that's Disney saying, this is our daredevil it's different from your netflix daredevil okay so don't be expecting the same thing that's what i'm worried about i think that's entirely fair um and the next uh, that's a very fine segue actually because the next disney plus show announcement kind of lets me think the netflix daredevil is possible for disney plus not probable because who knows what they're going to actually do but the uh popular marvel comic series turned what if episode uh marvel zombies is getting a fully fleshed out (laughs) uh disney plus show (laughs) Uh, and it is confirmed to be tv mature which i believe to be a first for disney plus originals yes for originals yes um so the fact that they're letting that be possible i feel i have a little bit more hope for daredevil than than i would have before yeah one can only hope. And that's, I mean, at this point, that really is all we can do. Um, yeah. For us, again, I do imagine we will hear a little bit more next week, but we don't. So, what really do you think know. that means for Blade? Um, Blade has a release date. Well, I mean, like, do you think we could get like a, like a, a pretty a rated R Blade gory, movie? Yeah, rated R Blade movie. I want to, um, because you'd have to think if any of the the MCU characters are really there for it, it would be Blade, because I don't consider Deadpool to be a truly MCU character until he's tied in. Um, I want it to happen. I don't know that I expect it to happen. So if we get around, I think, so Blade's release date, uh, while we're here, uh, Blade's release date is confirmed (laughs) November 3rd, 2023. So that's not far away. No. Um, I feel like we could potentially hear what rating they're going for sometime in the spring, uh, if not sometime around Christmas, just because Marvel needs to stay in the news. And I get it. You know, they, they need to they need people to keep talking about their brand. Uh, and uh, here we are. So <laughs> I, I would prime be, example. <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised if there were some type of trailer roughly this time next year uh, maybe even comic-con next year and what i want more than anything if there is to be a blade r-rated movie i want a red band trailer jay and for those of you who might not know a red band trailer you know how when you when you're at the movies and that green screen comes across where it says you know the mpaa has approved this movie the motion picture trailer for all audiences or whatever um a red band trailer that is a red screen it is a trailer typically i think it's exclusively in r-rated movies because the trailer the contents of the trailer itself are r-rated whether it is the presence of uh typically it is violence or language in the trailer i have yet to see a red band trailer that has gratuitous like sex or nudity uh because why but (laughs) also that same argument is well why do you want a red band trailer at all um because a red band trailer assures that it's an r-rated movie and for blade Mm. that's what i want right i feel like you can't have a red band trailer for a pg-13 movie like conceptually that does not make sense well let's backtrack to what i skipped over (laughs) Did you, Jay, did you grow up watching the X-Men show from the 90s? Man, I sure did. Because I, I actually didn't. The, X- oh. the X-Men show I remember from growing up was X-Men Evolution. Oh, yeah. Which, coincidentally, also on Disney+, Plus, if you're interested. Um, but there is this absolute 
cult following is a bit much, um, but a cult appreciation for uh, the X-Men show from the 90s. And um, you might not have guessed this, uh, but Disney's aware to the point that (laughs) they have announced X-Men 97 in the style of the original show. I want to say it's probably, I would expect it to pick up where the original show stopped. That's from everything I've heard. That's what their plan is, is exactly where the old show stopped. They're going to pick it up right there and continue on. So for me, having not grown up with that show, it's like, oh, darn, I'm going to have to go watch this show that everyone loves. I hate that for me. Oh, no. (laughs) And then also the people that have already seen it are like, oh, darn, I'm going to have to go back and watch that again. Absolutely. I would be I would be very curious to see what the numbers on like the watch the watch numbers for X-Men 90s are right now. Yep. I'm I've, I'm rewatching it right now. Yeah. So as soon as that was announced, I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and rewatch that now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the last real uh, bit for me, at least with regarding Marvel, uh, we have a couple of release dates and then we have um, some release windows. So um, a lot of the later phase movies and TV shows have release windows for the big picture. Um, I don't really feel like they're super important right now because those windows will become more precise over time. But um, the the release window I left in our rundown here, Secret Invasion on Disney Plus has been given a spring 2023 window. So maybe spring means March, maybe spring means in the lead up to whatever um, blockbuster they're going to kick summer off with. Because Marvel, I'm sure Marvel has something for early May 2023. I just don't know that I care about it yet. That's fair. So I I would expect it probably mid-April to have six episodes come out and end probably around the end of May. Um, Or it could be March to end in the middle of April. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll find out in the coming months. Uh, It will get a release date uh, here soon. But we did get two release dates confirmed for Phase 5. And that is the new Captain America movie, Captain America New World Order, will be releasing May 3rd, 2024. And Thunderbolts will be releasing uh, July 26th, 2024, and is the last movie of Phase 5. Um, I tell you what, I'm very anxious to see what their Thunderbolts roster is going to be. I think they've officially released it. I don't know that I trust that. And, and, and when I say officially, I mean like as far as the characters that we know exist in the MCU... So I I think that they're I think it's subject subject to change, but it's essentially everyone we would expect to be on it, right? Yes. Um, why are they giving me this? I'm I pulled up an article to see if they could. Oh, this is everyone we expect to be in it, and it's not. It's like here's everything you need to know about Thunderbolts, and I was like, no, that doesn't help me at all. Um, but for those of you who may not know, Thunderbolts is. <sighs> To explain it simply would be it's essentially Marvel's equivalent to the Suicide Squad. It's, Basically. It's a team of supervillains who do missions, and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Like they're they're villains. It's kind of the appeal. So I with the with the characters we think will be eligible for this, I think it can be a lot of fun. Um, the key domino for me, Jay, um, the Punisher has been a part of the Thunderbolts in the past, and John Bernthal is an incredible Punisher, and I don't know that he's coming back. I have heard some sources, I don't think it's been officially announced, but there has been quite a number of sources saying that uh, that's one of the things that they're going to be releasing September 8th, oh. is they're going to be saying that they're going to do a Punisher series. Oh, I need it. 
so I really good. hope they do because he is a character that lots of people really love. Yeah. You know, same reason why they, they decided to bring Daredevil in is because people love Daredevil. Sure, the double D on his chest is kind of dumb, but, you know, I can look over that. It's a cosmetic decision. People love cosmetic decisions. It's like a microtransaction in, in video games. He can't games. even see it. Why is it not Braille? I'd never thought that. That would be, I, I would love that, actually. Now I'm upset, and I don't like it. <laughs> Why is why is his logo not Braille? Dadgummit, Jay. Uh, Here I was getting ready to defend it, but no, that's dumb. <laughs> I'm so mad now. Ah, okay, so we are back. Um, what are we? What are we thinking? The next two weeks are going to look like for us. What is our um, next time we are going? Jay, I feel like I've referenced so many memes in this episode, um, but you know the one where it's like how it started and how it is now. Yeah. So. Um, I think next episode we had talked about, you know, we're going to do Predator and then that new, the new Hulu movie, Prey. Prey. Which is, it functions as a prequel of sorts. It exists in the Predator universe. It does, but, but it's before vastly, the events of Predator. Like a hundred years before. Yeah. So uh, I'm very a, excited. A pat, a, a, what is it that, are they Cherokee? I don't know. Um, Some sort of Native American indigenous peoples that's kind of where i left it it was uh for i think i've heard i've heard never mind i'm not going there um but i'm excited i've heard good things about prey i want it to be good i have to um jay actually before we started recording he said that he had just rewatched the original predator and it's so bad that he loves it uh, i feel like it's kind of the gist yeah like it's so cheesy it, it is it is like think classic action movie where every line is a terrible pun yes and i mean it it if you've ever listened to this show, then you love that. Yes. And then also, <laughs> if, if you've ever looked at the gif of the two guys with the giant muscular arms and they're giving each other a high five, that's, that's from, from this movie. Yeah. That's from Predator. Because it's, it? it's Arnold and Carl Weathers. Yeah. Who is still around in nerddom as Grief Karga from The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. Not as muscular as he used to be. Well, I mean, he's wearing a, he's wearing clothes now, so he could be. That's <laughs> true. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask him because like, what do you mean what do you mean I'm not muscular? Like, sorry, sir. Apologies. Oh no, I I know he could probably still beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to challenge that. But yeah, uh, I am uh, I'm excited about it. It's it's uh, and I'm looking forward to pray. Uh, I hope it's good. But uh, but find out next time and we'll absolutely we'll fill you in. Um, I mean, and there's lots of predator movies. But we decided to stick with just these two. Yeah. Uh, so we're not going to be doing Predators or Predator 2. Oh, my gosh. Electric Ugh, Predator 2, Electric so, Boogaloo. Yeah. Two, <laughs> two, two pred, Predator. Two <laughs> when it's one word like that, you got to break it up weirdly. <laughs> and it is it is awful. It's just as bad as you would imagine it would be. Oh, man. That makes me want to watch it, though. Like, knowing yeah. it's probably a one out of ten, but still, like, I'm going to make myself do this. Well, I'll, why don't I just set the stage for Let's you, and then you can decide if you actually want to watch it or not. So Predator 2, um, basically this Predator race comes back because they see humans as a, a bigger challenge than what they originally thought. So they come, they send another hunter down to, you know, hunt, and... Uh, and so he, he comes down and, uh, but he goes to LA and so he's in the middle of the city and there's this gang war that's going on. And so it's pretty awful Okay. from there. Okay. It just, yeah, it's bad, but yeah. anywho, uh, 
but yeah, that's that's where we're going next. That sounds like it has and a lot going on. We actually got an email from somebody, uh, and they made a suggestion, so we are actually going to go ahead and be doing that. Um, but we'll wait and reveal that next time. Jay, I had this thought um, when I w- when I got home from work, and I was you know psyching myself. I was like, we're going to record today. I'm very excited. How do we handle like audience requests when our whole shtick is they didn't ask us, and then somebody asks oh. us, what do we do? I'm I'm unprepared. We do we, I guess do do we are we do we have to ignore them? Like is that I don't I don't like that either. Um Maybe it's maybe it's like anti jeopardy. The question has to be asked in the form of a statement. <laughs> Man, I have, Yeah. I was not prepared for for that. Uh but it was very very exciting to um receive messages like that while we were on our uh rest and recharge break and i would absolutely love um to to see more of them uh either in our our show's twitter dms our email um any place that you could reach out to us and um i feel like i should know what those are uh twitter we are tdau underscore pod and uh not nearly as active as we should be which is a direct shot at myself um (laughs) email you can always email us they didn't ask us at gmail.com uh and then uh you can follow john jmuller8332 on twitter Mm -hmm. uh you can follow me the nerd is underscore in uh on twitter as well um and our website is kind of a flop so don't even bother (laughs) going there it is it is a mess, so I've just kind of given up on that, uh, unfortunately. Which, from what I could tell, we didn't get a lot of traffic on there anyway, so it's not so much of a loss. But um, but yeah, to all of our many listeners out there, welcome back. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this new season. Yeah, a little bit of a change. So yeah, we're planning hopefully stuff Hopefully you, you enjoy it, the change. <laughs> What's that? Said, what yeah, you say? we're planning stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I was, we're I was, planning ahead. I was talking to a, a friend of mine who is also one of our uh, very what's a devoted listeners i don't like devoted i don't know but i was like yeah we have a content plan like through the end of the year which is something we have not done before so i'm very excited um to be able to take more time to prep and get better well maybe not better but like more verbose uh commentary Uh, again don't set the bar too high that's what i'm saying that's the whole theme of this episode is like set the bar low you know we're gonna be prepared but we might release some episodes i don't know (laughs) if we feel like it yeah what what is a podcast does anyone actually know um so yeah no i'm absolutely stoked for um for this season and I, I hope that carries over um, to to our listeners as well. Yeah. So uh, check that out. Check out. We, you know, there's a few shows on Disney Plus now. I am still watching She-Hulk. Um, we're uh, as far as shows go. I, I think that's one thing we should probably add. Uh, one difference we're doing this year or this yeah this this season, season yeah is uh, we are. Um, we're not going to be reviewing shows as they release. We're going to wait until they're completely done and then review it all at once. Um, kind of like a movie. So, and that's only if we enjoyed the series, (laughs) if the series ended up being really bad, then we're not even going to bother. I feel like that becomes the review in itself. Yeah, it kind of does. We tried and didn't, uh, next, next review. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. that, That about wraps us up. Welcome back. Look forward to hearing from you and uh, got a lot of exciting stuff planned for the rest through the rest of this year. And, uh, but uh, we'd love to hear from you, John, take care. You, you Enjoy well, your job. You as well, sir. Uh, you as well, actually. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I guess we're about done here. So until next time, nerd out.